Hi friends! This is just a quick disclaimer that we experienced a bit of technical difficulty with the recording of this episode. So if you hear any static or feedback, we're super sorry. We just wanted to let you know before you dive in. Uh, and we're working on it, so hopefully this won't be a problem indefinitely. But we appreciate your patience, and we love you very much. Enjoy the podcast! Bye! <laughs> Hello! Hi! Hi! How are you? Hello. 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 Uh, yeah. All I right. I think we're all here. Ooh, perfect. To the Work in Progress podcast, episode 11. Uh, <laughs> sing my silly song this time. You're all just going to yell at me anyways. Uh, anyways. No, sing the silly song. Nobody else has heard the silly song. Right. Uh, so our silly theme for today, it's not silly. It's a good theme. You can pants if you want to. You can leave your pants behind. <laughs> but your friends don't pants. And if they don't pants, they ain't no friends of mine. Um, Except which, all your friends are plotters. All of my friends. Yeah. So all I guess I... And me. I also am not a panther as much as I think I am. Um <laughs> We do swear in this podcast. We will swear we have sworn. We will always swear forever and forever for eternity. Forever it's like the more. one thing you can count on. <laughs> there will be swearing. So if you just... We mean, will always curse. Well, we're always here for you. Um, <laughs> let's uh, introduce ourselves, starting with Ray. Hello. My name is Ray Noble, and I am a queer writer in the Pacific Northwest. I also dabble in the art of doodling and also graphic design. And I write primarily urban fantasy and uh, paranormal fantasy that revolves around queer characters. I also have three cats and a dog. Three of the cats will probably be making noise and the dog probably will too. So if you hear any background noise, it's them and they're adorable. Anyway, on to Maggie. On to Maggie. What about Maggie? What can what to say about Maggie? Well, she's Maggie Derrick, and she is a queer web-based author. She's written a couple of books. Um, she's also talking digital, in third person, a digital artist for hire. Boy, it up. And she also has a dog and a cat who've been very touchy-feely today and she lives in uh, rainy vancouver bc where she's she likes it a lot hastings hastings you little fuck face come hastings. sorry i just really love hastings she's i mean a i love kid. Too, but i also love hastings they're good kids i like they them too kids. my kids about- are assholes but shit shit dropping things no, uh, we're, fine. We're, good. we're good. We're good. Athena, Athena, go. It's you. It's hey guys. You, hey guys. Uh-huh. I'm Athena. Hey, she's here. You're here. <laughs> I am. Um, I am from Toronto, Canada. I am a hybrid self-published author, and I write contemporary new adult romance about rock star musicians and the girls who tame their wild hearts. Their wild hearts. Uh, I'm, I'm do done. No, and don't. I, there's, you, there's nothing to be gained by being able to do that. I mean, <laughs> my own enjoyment is enough. Me, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am Brianna Keenitz. Yeah, you are. Wow, <laughs> you remembered your name. Good job. <laughs> I am a writer. Oh, th- thanks. Thanks for the photo comments. Oh my god. Um, yes. Uh, I am a writer and purveyor of T-Rex gifts, women kissing, and Shano's dancing, um, queer romance, not romance, whatever. There's always going to be romance. Girls got to be in love. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, whatever genre strikes me that day, that's the genre I write in. So um, amazing. All of them. So we are <laughs> talking about Ow. plotting, pantsing, plantsing. Um, and prancing, um, prancing, dancing, uh, romancing. romancing. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going along with the things. Things are getting so exciting. Our listeners are in for a real treat today. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I'm not even drunk. 
Damn. Yet. Work on that. I don't have any booze. What? Uh, I thought you said you were drinking today. I know, and I forgot. Guys, I failed. it's okay. I, I failed I, you all, and I'm very sorry. It's fine. I just have coffee, so I'm getting high on caffeine. I just have water. I'm so boring. Sad. Anyway, back to the actual point. <laughs> Why are yes. we here again? What are we doing? Plotting. Pantsing. Yay. Right, yeah. right, right. Um. Okay. Plotting. Well, let's define things for people. Um. So plotting is oh. when you're like, I'm going to write a book. But first. No, you keep on making all these sounds. Oh, ouch. I know. I'm are really okay? concerned okay. about what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, she said that she's okay yet. I'm fine. Uh-huh. I'm good. I'm good. Sorry. You All keep right. doing. You keep doing you. <laughs> what the fuck was I talking about? Plotting. Uh, definition. Defining things. <laughs> Plotting is when you uh, are going to write a book. You're like, well, before I write that book, I think I'm going to make a plan for this book. Like I'm going to have you know, a plot for it and characters with like attributes and stuff and I'm going to put them all together and they're going to have motivations and there's going to be stakes and it's going to be amazing and you write all that down somewhere or type it down before you start writing your book and you have, you know, before you even start writing, you basically have a book and you just have to put it into words. Um, it's uh, magical. You can do it if you want. Or you can do it if you don't want. I don't know. Um, and then there's dancing on the other end of things, uh, where you're just like, hmm, you know what would be really great is if I wrote a book about girls falling in love on a road trip, and then you just started writing it. Um, not that I would ever do that. Uh, <laughs> Definitely not. Not that it's all you do. <laughs> not all I do, which is what we'll talk about also. Athena, are you still alive over there? I am. I'm sorry. Oh, you guys are so hilarious. I just sit back and laugh and go, oh, you guys, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I just, at least, Athena, you just need to laugh loud enough that the mic can catch you so we know that you're there. <laughs> just for everyone else who's not involved in this whole process, Athena keeps dropping out of our podcast, so we're just checking in to make sure she's still here. Yeah, we're having some technical difficulties slash hauntings today, so we're just well, we're always Don't having technical difficulties. Shut up! Don't shut up. say it. Oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, Maggie. Uh, there was also a ghost in our last take of this episode, so that was fun because we've had takes at this point. That's how this is going. Yeah, we've we've three, for the last three, three weeks, and therefore for the last how many episodes we've had technical difficulties anchor we love you but boo you gotta get your shit together Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh yeah this is is the work in progress podcast there's a reason (laughs) it's called the work in progress we're still working on it um pantsing oh right i told you it's when you're just like fuck it i'm gonna write a book and then you just do it and then you're like well shit this doesn't make any sense so now i have to go actually make like a plot and characters and stakes and it's when you fly by the seat of your pants that's where it comes <laughs> from just in case you were listening and you're like why the fuck would they call pantsing. it pantsing that's why by the seat of your pants or the hem if you so choose but that's a bad idea because you might fall out so might rip Although, those pants you know, maybe sometimes not having pants on while you're writing might help i don't i don't know um Fuck pants man Fuck. who needs pants who needs um, them you could also wear a skirt if you want Ooh. yeah you can you could totally wear a skirt you can wear whatever the fuck you want that's your writing if you're wearing <laughs> a fancy silky robe and it makes you feel like a real person and you just feel so alive <laughs> Nope, nope, no. Athena, Athena, Athena. I'm here. Can you okay, hear me? Okay, okay. Just checking. Oh my god. We're worried the ghost is eating me. All right. You're still alive. Um, I, I was going to say, you know what? I do have these nice little silky pajamas, and sometimes I will wear them just because I'm like, I'm going to be all fancy and sensual as I write this sex scene. Ooh, ooh. ooh yeah. Fancy pants. Yeah, but then I get all frustrated at the scene, and I'm just not sexy anymore. It's just, like, heart-wrenching and annoying, and I'm like, God, I hate this writing. It's so hard. And then I'm, <laughs> then I'm not happy and sensual anymore. 
raging ball of anger. And then you're like, I'm just sitting here in my pajamas, angry. Yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my whole life. Um, yes, so plotting, pantsing, and then in the middle you have plantsing, uh, which is a combination of plotting and pantsing, or planning and pantsing, um, whichever floats your boat or your pants or your not pants, your skirts or your fancy PJs. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's when you like kind of have maybe an outline for your story or whatever, but you're just kind of going with the flow and then your characters do their thing and you're like, oh, this is my outline and your characters are like, mm, no, it's not. <laughs> that's, that's actually me. I know at the beginning you said that none of your friends are pantsers, but I'm actually a plantser. Do you really? I'm surprised yes. to hear that because it seems like you've got so much... Like, I am on draft 11 of my outline for my current book. Oh. Because wow. I plan. I plan to shit. My God, I plan it all. And then I start writing, and then my characters are like, ha, no, I'm going to confess my love in chapter 12 and not at the end of the book. And then I have to rethink everything. Interesting. <laughs> yes. Oh. What the fuck was that noise in the background? <laughs> Was probably my dog doing zoomies. Yeah, I was gonna oh, say it okay. sounded like a dog sound. <laughs> yeah, it was Gus doing zoomies because yeah, somebody Gus. just had a poop party outside. What is it with dogs being like? Yes, I took a shit. I'm so excited. My cat. Okay, it's not just mine because I feel like Gus is the only dog that I've ever had that does poop zoomies. I think I think it's, they just get excited. I think they feel better. They're like, yeah, I've been relieved. I, I can live again. Trying to well, like sometimes right. when I have like a really good poop, I feel really good afterwards, but it doesn't make me want to go run around. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just saying. Like... So we're at that point in the podcast, listeners, where we feel, like, we feel like we really know you now and that we can really open up to you and be honest okay. about our bowel movements. If you can't talk about shit, you're not really friends. That's true. End of story. Fair enough. We've had sure. this discussion before. And, I mean, I'm just going to – everybody knows that feeling. So everybody I just wonder poops. if dogs just feel it. <laughs> exactly. I think dogs just feel it in a more elated way. And they're like, holy shit, my shit. Dogs feel everything in a more elated way. They they are oh, truly so – we should we should take just a lot. so much joy. Yeah. Dog is reverse. Uh, but you dog. know what? I don't think dogs – or pants. I don't think they were books. Not <laughs> very to- subtle way to bring us back to the topic. Great, Maggie. Amazing. <laughs> I think if you were to ask my dog, he'd say, mm-hmm. um, so. "It's silly because I know that just having met him, that's that's a hundred percent his voice. He's a good guy. Yeah, that's his voice for sure." <laughs> uh, right. So um, can we each talk a little bit about whether or not we plot or pants or plan? Sure can. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess I talked a little bit about uh, mine before. Um, so, yes, I cannot start writing until I have absolutely everything planned out. I have to know everything about the characters. I know their, what they look like. I know their mannerisms. What would they, would they smile in this sort of way? Would they not smile? Would they, um, yeah, would they ever say this type of thing? Would they never say this type of thing? So I know absolutely everything about the characters. I plot out scene for scene, beginning to end, absolutely everything that has to happen, chapter by chapter. And then I get writing, and then my characters go, nope. <laughs> no, we're not going to follow yeah, that say, plan. No, I'm just going to dig Jesus, I wish here. I could be that fucking, like, detailed when I go into outlining. Jesus Christ, I could not I do that. I have to be. I have to be, because if I don't, then everything gets mixed up and then I'm going back and doing all this editing and my characters are inconsistent and blah. So yeah. So it's a, it's a, I, at the beginning I plot, I have to, because I can't get started unless I know what, what the beginning and the end is going to be. But then, like I said, I start plancing because my characters do all this shit and it's not, it's not bad because like they, my, like my brain subconsciously knows what's going to be good and it does it without my actual su- like conscious input. It just writes things. Oh, oh God. That's we have a ghost. I think the we ghost, really, ghost. I think the ghost agrees with you. What's, what's that ghost? 
you write the exact same way that Athena does? The ghost is a plant, sir. Yeah, the ghost is absolutely a plant, sir. Oh, yeah. The ghost has a lot to say today. Yeah, really talkative. You guys are... Anyway. All right, ghost. We're going to... Let's just keep going. Let's just keep going. Let's, you know, I think we'll let the ghost just continue to ruminate in the background. There. Yeah, exactly. Say what you want to say. There we go. All right, ghost, let's just find our chill. Let's be zen. Just breathe. It's, it's really rude to talk over top of other people, and I know that's not you, so you're not about that afterlife. Let's just... Exactly. <laughs> oh, okay, you can laugh. That's fine. Oh, my God. Uh, so who else? Well, and pantsing I things. I am like Athena in that I absolutely um, I have to plan. I I remember like back when I just aspired to be a writer but didn't have a full thought out idea. I was always pantsing, and it I'd get like a few chapters in, and then it would just all fizzle out. I remember the very first time I tried NaNoWriMo, I was like, I don't actually have a story. I have an idea. <laughs> I'm trying to write based on this really vague concept. Um, and, and then I found like I would just fizzle out and it was too hard to figure out where I was going. I definitely didn't have an ending in mind. So it was just a big mess. And so um, now I always plan and I start by doing like planning out the entire book. And um, because I because I'm a web author and I release one chapter at a time, what I find really helps is if I go and I write detailed notes for every chapter, like what has to happen in what order uh, so that I hit everything. So it's, and for me, I don't know how you guys do your plot notes. I have this notebook that I carry with me everywhere and it's got like every little piece of inspiration. It's got every bit of my plot notes. Um, and it's just bullet points. Like I just, nothing fancy. I don't, uh, I don't use Scrivener or anything like that. Although I hear people rave about it. <laughs> I just, Scrivener. I just, I just type. Or not, I don't even do that. I just write things. I like to write things by hand too. I think I, I don't know. Maybe I remember it better or something. But yeah, it's always handwritten bullet points that I and I refer back to it the whole time. And I find that it's really good when I'm in a rut too to like break those chapters out piece by piece because when I do that, um, I get really excited and I can't wait to like actually start writing those those notes into words. Very helpful. But that's, yeah, that's me. Cannot pants to save my life. I'm almost jealous of people who can because I just, I don't get right? it. I don't know how to finish the story. Yo, yo. Oh my God. The ghost really agrees with you again. Cool, but didn't have to talk over me. Kind of rude. Maybe back off. Super rude. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, yeah, that's, that's my method. What about you, Ray? Um... Okay, ghost, I get it. I get it. I really do. I appreciate it. Thank you. You just wanted to say your piece. I understand. <laughs> um, I started off as a pantser, actually. Um, as we know, I've been writing for forever, and I started off pantsing and then realized that I could never get more than 20K into any story I ever worked on. And so... I started very loosely plotting and I've kind of gotten slowly more into it with time. Um, like with um, my witch girl story that I'm working on right now, Maggie and Brie can attest to this as well. I ended up somehow like doing the general plot to it. Like it all came to me within like an hour. So I knew beginning, middle, end which was really weird for me. That never happens. Because usually I have to, like, sit and ruminate. Okay, I know it doesn't happen to you either, ghost. Thank you, though. I don't know. Sit down. It's weird because I can't hear it. Really? You don't hear that? Yeah. Damn. Mm -hmm. I, wonder if our, I wonder if it's actually showing up in the recording. I wonder if our, I wonder if our listeners are going to hear it or if they're just going to hear us. <laughs> she out. silent. They're like, what are they talking about? <laughs> I keep, like, every single that. time it happens, I keep fiddling with my cords just in case, but they, it has no effect on it, so I don't think, I was afraid it was me, and I don't think it is at this point, because nothing I do fixes it, so, Maybe there's <sighs> I don't know, 
I don't know what it is. Wait, Athena, are you still here? Let's take a break. It's okay. Athena. We need, we need to agree that it's always, in this case, the ghost is Athena. Dear sweet Athena, you have been haunted. That's okay. Let's take a break, and then we will come back, and we'll just keep finishing. All exactly. Right. Let me ahead? figure out my words. Okay. Oh, wow. Thanks. I know. I know. <laughs> Welcome back. Hello, guys. Podcast. Athena. Are... You guys can hear right. me? We rescued Athena from the Upside Down. Yay. I'm using, <laughs> a, I'm using a new headphone set, so I might sound weird or different or bad. I don't know. You sound good. You sound, you sound great. Sound so high. Oh, yeah. 10. Would listen to talk all day long. So I spent money on a super fancy headset when I could have just used my generic iPod, iPhone headphones. I'm yeah. telling you, I've got no intention of using anything else at this point. <laughs> I mean, I like legitimately just went over to the when I got my new headset today. I just went and got the Samsung ones that came with my phone. Oh, wow. Uh, yes. What's that? Not me doing the ghost. Yeah. 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 Who knows? Hey, anchor, yeah. cut it out. Hey, we all hears you. I wonder if the uh, NSA is listening in on us. I sure hope so. God, they're learning so much about writing. Yeah, I just want to know why. Well, you know, like, people are starting to pick up on this podcast. It's getting popular. So they want to, like, know what the people are up to. It's all, you know, surveillance and stuff. Obviously. Big brother. Yeah. You know what I want to know? I want to know how many people are listening at this point. Because I, I haven't... We, don't have the metrics. Where are the metrics? Where the metrics. are the metrics? We demand Where are the metrics? I demand metrics. Hey, if you're listening to our podcast, come say hi on our Twitter yeah. or in our email. Let talk us know. We love yeah, we hearing from people. Yeah, we like to talk to you. We're all kind of awkward and stuff, but it's cool. Chances are, if you're a writer, you might. You're probably awkward too. Exactly. So you'll understand when we're awkward. Let's be awkward together. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. Just let oh. us know. I mean, mm. I can guarantee that my girlfriend listens. So I know that we have at least one consistent listener. Athena said all. that like a couple of her friends were talking about listening to us, which is crazy. Yeah. They were. Two of my uh, author friends who also write about rock stars, they, uh, we were chatting and they said, oh, I love your podcast. And I went, what? People are actually listening. We have to sound like legit. We can't just be, you know, shooting shit. No, we need to. No, no. People know what they got themselves into. It's actually exactly. love it. <laughs> We've been shooting shit from day one, and we will continue. <laughs> OG shit shooters. Twenty K seventeen. I don't know. Uh, uh, well, I think before our uh, break, which we were totally intending to take, yeah. um, uh, Ray, I believe you were talking about plotting, pantsing. Plotting. Oh, right. That's exactly what I was doing. I was explaining how my last project kind of manifested itself. Um, well, current project. Um, yeah, and so it kind of just depends on the situation. I do tend to float more towards plotting these days because, like I said, um, that lovely 20K stoppage point was really, really, really causing some difficulties. And so these days, um, I kind of try to do a broad strokes outline like a full page or two in a notebook basically explaining this is the beginning this is the middle this is where i think the end should you know should go and what should happen here um and then i start fleshing out the characters usually the characters are actually what come to me first and then um once i have an idea for a character i'll be like okay what's their story and then go from there and then circle back around and um then i usually just like go with the flow as much as i can and i have a habit of like writing a chapter and then plotting out the next chapter and then sitting down writing that chapter, plotting the next chapter and going from there with, with like within the vague outline that I already have. So um, I don't think that's 
that much different from what everybody else has, has been talking about plotting wise, except slightly less detailed, um, because a lot of it, a lot of it just comes with me sitting down and just writing because like Athena said, the characters like to make their own fucking decisions and of all people, I have character like I understand that. My characters like to fuck shit up halfway through a chapter and really, 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 really drive themselves in circles. So um I kind of just have to go with the flow a lot of the time. So I guess I, I would say I probably fall more into the planter category than I do plotter. You know, I have to say something about the characters taking control, because I've heard a lot of authors, um, oh no, the ghost is happening again. Hey, 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 it's not your turn. Athena was talking. Shush. Calm down now. All right. All right. Come on, kiddo. Okay. So, um, a lot of authors will say, um, well, that's bullshit. Your characters don't take control. Like, you're a writer. You should, you know... Like basically say you're just making you're making excuses for why you can't write or you're making excuses. And I'm like, well, we're just using that as like a metaphor or like a euphemism for our subconscious brain just knows what it's doing. Maybe we're not planning it ahead of time. um, But something in our head says, you know what, this might be a better idea. And it just pops out. So it's not like, oh, my characters took control as if they're real people. It's that no. There's a process for writing, and our brain knows what it's doing. Yeah, I'm gonna slightly disagree with that because my the way that my characters work in my head a lot of the time, especially those who have sat in my head for a really long time. Like, example, Drea, who I've mentioned a few times, whose story I'm not currently writing. She literally like she has a voice in my head, and like I will be if I'm in the middle of writing something for her, she will blatantly at times be like, nope, nope, nope. But see, that voice is your brain. That voice is your inner voice, you know, your inner brain. But it, you know? it, doesn't like, it doesn't occur to me in the same way as like me being like, oh, maybe they want to do this instead. It's very much the character making the decision. Exactly. Oh, it's all it subconscious. It's 100% yeah, I mean, the yeah. subconscious. None of it is me planning it. It's all just my brain telling me, do it. And me being, oh, but I can't control this. What do you mean? It's really interesting how, like, up in arms some people get about that idea, because I know exactly what you're talking about at the end. I've seen people, like, kind of get super, super angsty about it when someone will mention on Twitter. It's always on Twitter. Let's be real. I don't talk to people. But um, somebody online will say, oh, the character's this. And I've seen people, like, lash out at them over, like, the same thing you said. They're in your head. You can't say that the characters are doing anything. Like, you're the writer. Why don't you have control over your story? And I'm like, calm down. (laughs) first of all calm the fuck down it's okay and i mean here's the thing every writer is gonna have a different way of doing this and whatever but let's all maybe take a moment to recognize that everyone's process is a little different and that's okay every writer does things differently yeah don't get mad at people they don't do it the same way you do there's Yeah. yeah weirdos everybody has to do things the way that i do them because my way is the only right way to do them obviously i actually read this really great thing somebody on the internet had a post they said something like um i don't want to hear your opinion i want to hear my opinion coming from your mouth (laughs) (laughs) that's the internet in a nutshell that's amazing yes wow wow i love it Accurate. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about you, Brie? Tell, tell us your story. So I kind of wanted to do this topic because, or steal this topic, host this topic, because I've been all over the board. Um, my first thing that I started writing is my Unbecoming Human sci-fi young adult series. New adult, I don't know. Sometimes it's new adult. Sometimes it's young adult. I haven't decided yet. Um, we That's all know fair. I want it to be new adult. Uh <laughs> New adult. Go listen to our new adult episode about new adultiness. Oh, I love that episode. One of my favorites. Along with the smut episode. Those two, I think, rank. Classics. Classics. get all fired up about that shit, yo. Um, I like the episode that we just did, too. But besides that, keep going. Sorry. Shit, fuck. Oh, right. New, my, right. Unbecoming Human. So that was pretty much, 
I woke up from like a fever dream. Well, it wasn't a fever dream. I woke up from a dream with like a writing fever and I was like, holy fuck, here's this whole story that has laid itself out in my brain. And now I just need to write it down. And I wrote it all in like a month and it was crazy. Um, and it, I didn't plot it per se. I mean, I kind of had ideas in my brain, but it was pretty much just unfolding as I went. Uh, so it's mostly pantsing, almost entirely pantsing. Um, and then uh, off pitch, I would say, was also pretty much just pantsing, where I was like, well, I want to write a book with soccer in it about women loving women because um, I want more soccer books in the women loving women genre of things. Uh, can I call it a genre? I did. Fuck you. I'm calling it a genre. You, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, and now I'm working on a road trip romance. Uh, again, women loving women. They're adorable. Um, yeah. Road trip What's romance. What's that crackling nonsense? Um, Somebody's crackling something. Sorry, that's me. I'm God damn it, Maggie. So many weird noises I was just in the middle of it, and I was like, holy fuck, they get, this is right in the microphone. I'm sorry. I'm moving it. Sorry. Uh, what is it? um yeah so road trip romance I was kind of working on it and I was like well there's a lot of like technical things that I need to know here to write this book like how far can they travel in a day like how many hours can they drive as human beings where do they need to stop so they're also they're driving an all-electric car so they need to be able to stop and charge uh their batteries so it's like how far can they go on a charge where can they charge like where do they need to stop um oh shit I just remembered uh, when we were talking about Jasper, this is totally like, sorry, listeners, you can tune out for a second. Um, the the park lodge that I was telling you about has yeah. charging stations for Tesla. So, oh, yeah, another little bonus that is good to know, actually. Uh, what is to know what it is? <laughs> I can't tell you what um. it is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Hang out, please. Huh? Whoa. Whoa. I'm sorry. Okay, I will. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but anyway, sorry, I just thought that was uh, interesting. Yeah, so I was like, fuck, I need to know all these things for this road trip and, like, where are they going to stop and look at cute things and do cute things. And so I started looking on the Internet and I found all these cool road trip planning uh, websites so I wound up going with uh, roadtrippers.com, which I will put into our resources page. Um, but I fucking love this website for this road trip romance I'm doing because it showed me all the cool places that they could stop based on like categories of like, here's places where they can stay um, based on like star ratings of the hotels and stuff. And here's cool points of interest where they can stop and look at things. Here's where they can go hiking or do outdoorsy things. Here's places for them to eat. Um, So, A, it's a really good life tool uh, if you feel like going on a road trip because you can plan it really well and it gives you mileage in between the places and how long it takes to get there. Um, And then, uh, B, it allows you to put in notes about your stops that you uh, put onto your road trip map. So I use that as my outline, um, and it's fucking awesome, and I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> so, That's so cool. Like, um, is there – and it leads me to think, like, is there any – actually, we can come back to it because I'm, I'm doing my classic interruption thing. Um, but it might be neat to find out if there are other websites that anyone else is using that function in a similar way because that's really cool. Yeah. And there – I mean, for, like, road trips – not now, ghost. Not now. Later. It's I said. I said we. Scary. Um. <laughs> yeah. So, like, not necessarily just you know going and writing a bullet outline on your computer That's really helpful for me because I'm what. Oh, I was going to say, if you could just pause, because the static ghost was making it really hard to hear you. And I... oh. Wait, Wait he, he's gone now. The ghost is gone. Oh, oh okay. Oh, that's <laughs> Sorry, I can't hear it, so. That's um, so weird. Okay. That's so weird 
You are the only one that can't hear it. It is. I, that's why I think it's probably me. Um, yeah. Huh. So compared to how you usually write, are you finding having this outline helpful? Like, is it making it easier for you to write? Um, well, I haven't really written since I got the outlining done. Uh, but I can I can tell that it's going to make it a lot easier because I keep having all these questions about, like, well, how far are they going to go? Where, where are they going to stop? And, like, what settings are they going to be in and all that stuff. And I also needed to pace. It, it was really good for pacing um, because I'm writing a road trip romance and they're only going to be on the road trip for like a week. So writing a romance and it's hate to love. So writing hate Ooh, to love. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm already like fucking in love with them, and Andy's my favorite. So yeah, they're gonna be fucking adorable. Uh, but it was really good, like, to be able to put notes in for like how am I gonna pace the changes in their relationship? Um, and I can actually like visually look at this map, and I can see where they're like, oh my god, let's just fucking get there because they're driving like 600 miles a day. Um, to the point where they're like, oh, let's hang out and stop and do this cutesy thing, and then the point where they get to like oh, I love you, and I don't want to, I don't want this to end, so let's do all these things right here before we get to where we're going. Um, oh my god, alert. spoilers! I know, um, but it's, hate. I mean, come on, it's pretty predictable. I think I need to use that <laughs> website. Yeah, you should. It's super, and I mean, it would be helpful for a lot of, if your characters are traveling, and you can use it, like, for anywhere in the world, so. Because one of my problems um, is they're, in this current book, they're going on a three-week tour, but because they're a newer band, they're not traveling across the country they're basically just doing towns within like an like a day's drive right yeah. um, but th the problem is when I start thinking about it because I live in Toronto and southern Ontario like there's enough close cities that you could literally drive to let's say if you are based out of Toronto you could drive to Hamilton and then maybe Niagara Falls you would do something in Guelph Cambridge and then go over to Woodstock like there's quite a few cities within a day or two drive but then I'm Listen. like, but then I'm like, but what about, because I don't have my book set in any particular city. In my mind, it's vaguely a Toronto-ish city, but it could also be LA. So I don't know enough about other cities like LA. If, if it was set in LA, is it even possible for there to be enough cities within a day's drive where they would have big concerts? Like, I don't know. So I'm really hoping nobody calls me on it because I don't want to be like, eh. I just, I just, I just <laughs> yeah. made it up because of the plot. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, you should, you should give it a try because it's I, super I fun. And it has, like, pictures and everything so you can, like, see the settings. And um, it's just really fun. I've had a blast with it. I usually hate, like, hardcore outlining, but I really enjoyed making this. And I think it is going to be really helpful when I get back to writing after we finish podcasting today. Ha Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. You just said a thing that I, I, I have, I have questions about. Um, so you just said you hardcore hate outlining. What have you outlined before? Uh, I mean, I've tried to outline most things. Um, what about it has just, worked for you? I don't, it's just boring. Like, meh. <gasps> really? Yeah. I'm like, uh, I just want my characters to do whatever they want to do. And I don't, I don't really care. I have something <laughs> similar to that, actually. So I can only write down a plot from beginning to end as if it was a movie playing in my head on paper. I have to go to a blank page, type chapter one, close my eyes. If it's a, if it's a movie, what would happen next? What would happen next? But you know how sometimes when, like, I do this, when I'm just daydreaming or I'm in bed trying to fall asleep, I'll write fan fiction in my head of different TV shows or movies or, or t books, and I'll tell this entire story in my head, and it's wonderful, and I love this, like, imaginary fanfic. But once I've told it in my head, I don't want to actually write it anymore. It's boring now. Mm -hmm. So that may be your thing, where, like, if I write it down on paper, it's not boring, it's fine. But if I, I, I can't brainstorm or imagine what's going to happen in my books in my head just like randomly I'm doing dishes let me just think about what's gonna happen next I can't because that ruins the fun I know what happens next and now it's boring and I don't wanna mm -hmm. I think that's where I might be stuck right now <laughs> actually because I mentioned it last night on Twitter but I've been fucking stuck ever since I had my 6k day where like a thousand plus of that was me writing the outline from the scene that I was working on until the very very like the last scene of 
witch girl, which it was fantastic. And I had like, I was so excited writing it. And I'm just like, I don't want to do it. And I just don't, I don't know. I haven't written anything properly except I did last night, but I haven't really written anything more for like a week and a half. And I think Mm -hmm. that might be my problem is that I just like, I told the story in so much detail to myself in that one moment that I now have to wait for myself to be more excited about it again, because I was like, Oh, well it happened. But I guess I didn't actually write any, any of it. So that's, that's, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, but here's the thing. So we're talking about plotting versus pantsing versus plantsing. Um, If you are plotting, you are going to have to go back and do so much less editing than if you pants 100% and your book becomes a trash fire. And they're done that. (laughs) And, well, Um, not only that, not only will you not have to do as much editing, um, it helps so much, one, with world building, uh, and two, just with, like, with timelines and being consistent. Because, uh, oh, God, like, the, the Starborn series that I'm working on, especially now that I'm into book two and I've run into a lot of characters that predate the first book, I had to sit down and write out a timeline, like when they were born, when this like key thing happened and, uh, and it goes like before they were born too, so that I could remember like, when was the last time they all saw each other and when did this happen? And, but also with the world building side of things, like, is this, does this happen in this universe or not? And what have I already said about it too? Like, have I already kind of built and I know even with all of my planning I'm gonna have to go back and re-edit the whole thing and make sure that there aren't any of those inconsistencies and loopholes but there would have been so much more of that if I was just pantsing it would be crazy because your your story is so complicated you have this like huge backstory history and the characters have so much going on in their lives it's yeah my stories are much simpler (laughs) I couldn't do what you do (laughs) Yeah, and like if you're writing a series, like you were saying, oh my god, Um, if you don't have an outline, it you you forget who your characters are, what they look like, where they've been, and what your settings are, and it's just such a mess. So I guess while I'm always like, oh, pantsing is so fun, um, I think that plotting is pretty important, or at least having notes. I've seen a lot of authors on Facebook. They'll post in their groups. They'll post on Facebook and say, "Hey guys, do you remember what color this character's eyes were?" Because they oh, can't yeah. remember. They can't remember, and the fans know every single detail, of course. But like as the author, you're like, hey, "It was like a year ago I wrote the first one. I don't know." Yeah, that's amazing. It's so funny, and I feel like that's cross genres. I haven't mentioned murder in a while, so I will talk about my favorite murder. And what always cracks me up is when they go on tour. They always have to ask the audience who went first last time so they know who tells your story this time. And the audience always knows. The audience is like, oh, it was George Appa! And they're like, hey, you know. And it's funny that way. Like, And it's kind of neat, the idea of turning to your fans and being like, yo, I forgot my own story. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, That's hilarious. That happened to George R. R. Um fucking game of thrones dude oh (laughs) Uh, yeah he has this one um like one reader who knows like all of the details and shit like that who's become kind of like an assistant to him no Um, shit yeah and literally whenever he doesn't remember anything like because he barely fucking has so much shit going on and you know can't imagine how often he actually writes anymore but besides that whenever he has issues with um like any sort of continuity shit in the story even so much as like um the story that i heard originally was that he um was talking about a horse's gender that some like some dude was writing and um he was writing it as a female but the horse had actually been um a stallion before and the the assistant read it before it got sent to the publisher and they were like oh no no like (laughs) oh wow actually actually Italian. just just like just sophie just saying so you no know, dude and i just think that's like the funniest <laughs> thing that like he literally has a fan who turned into his assistant to catch this shit like that's so ridiculous but i love it i love it so much yeah series especially like freaking game of thrones with a million and a half books like that would be really hard even if you were taking notes and shit it would be so hard to keep track of all that i can't even imagine Exactly. So leave it up to the fans to take care of that shit for you. <laughs> yes. I like mm. that plan. Yeah. Um, so what are, I kind of talked about my 
trick for outlining that I've learned on accident. Uh, but do you guys have other tricks? I mean, you all kind of talked about how you do it, but do you have other suggestions or anything? Sticky notes. Um, sticky Ooh. notes are amazing. I used to have a notebook where I would write down um, like the actual plot. And then rather than like crossing things out, I would literally just sticky note on top of everything so that if I ever wanted to change anything, I would just have the sticky note in that exact spot. So if I wanted to like, revert back to my original plan or something like that um that i could do that and i actually learned that because when i um because i was once upon a time um being a a, a storyteller slash gm for a specific um sit, like a sandbox rpg that a few of us were doing and um i just discovered that there's no way that i could make concrete decisions because in sandbox games like that the characters and the players have so much like freedom and control to make their own decisions. And so I just started sticky noting everything. And so I would sticky note over sticky note over sticky note until oh. like I had a really thick book full of like, here are all the possibilities and here are where the changes are. And this is what, you know, what you wanted to write today. How well does it work into, you know, what you wrote yesterday, that sort of thing. Um, I don't do that as much anymore because I try to make it slightly more um, streamlined and I try my best to start off and stick to my notes as much as I possibly can. Um, but yeah, that's, I think that's the best idea, especially for people who are new to outlining and who don't feel comfortable making those like written in stone or written in ink decisions. You can always make adjustments. Don't ever cross anything out unless you know for sure you're not going to use it and just stick a note over it. And I use, see, I use sticky notes differently. I, when I start a new project, I get, I'm always super overwhelmed. Like, and it's a big part of it's just anxiety, but like, I have, I have a really hard time trying to boil it all down. Like I have this big vision in my head. And so before I can even start writing down those bullet points of the plot, I start with a blank wall in my home and sticky notes. And I'm like, okay, here's a thing that has to happen put it on the wall. Here's another thing that has to happen, put it on the wall. And then after I've got all those ideas up, then I start to put them in order because I, I always wanted to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm just so visual and I need to be able to see the whole thing. And I find that this is why I write things down and I don't type them into a, a word document or anything like that, because I find that for all the ways technology is amazing. And I know people, like I said, swear by Scrivener. I, I need to be able to look at the whole thing without having to flip between documents or scroll. I just, I need it in front of me. And so I have an office in my house, which is where all of um, my partner and I's creative shit happens. And so on my music wall, where all my guitar chords are, it's just like, I'll get out my sticky notes. And I'm like, all right, let's rock and roll. And I do the same thing when I get to editing. Like I'm working on uh, editing one of my nano manuscripts right now and literally once we're done podcasting today I'm going to pick up some office supplies because I need to be able to um I get that same sort of overwhelmed anxiety when it comes to editing too because right now I'm at like creating new scenes to add into different parts and I have to worry about continuity and flow and consistency and so again I got to be able to see that in front of me to be able to make it. And, and I, it's a little bit neurotic and I'm sure that there are some people listening thinking like, that's a lot of work that isn't writing. And, <laughs> and I get it, but I really, it's like necessary. To yeah. Like I like to it's know what process. the hell I'm doing. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I think that's totally legit. And it, I don't think it sounds like that much work either. It's like, it sounds like a lot less work actually than having like a document outline in Scrivener or Google docs or whatever. Because you can, all you have to do is like grab the sticky note and move it, and it's like bam. So easy. How those things fit together? Yeah. Does anyone um, here use Scrivener? I'm curious. I do. I love Scrivener. Yeah, I, love Scrivener. I, I love and it. I can't do the sticky note thing. I'm not a visual person. If I have a bunch of just jot notes all on a wall, I get overwhelmed and I can't visualize it. I just don't have that artsy brain. I'm a word person, and so I just like I said, I start chapter one. I just write, and I just have a big line. Um, of like a big like row of text on and on and on and I do sort of what you do Maggie is I'll put the major points I'll say 
this has to happen, this has to happen, this has to happen, and then I'll just copy and paste and rearrange them in order. So I do the same thing you do, except I can only do it with words and like letters and characters. I can't do it with anything visual. My brain just won't handle it. So interesting. People like brains, the way they work. It's so neat. I am not a visual artsy person at all. At all. Hmm. Honestly, like I don't do any outlining with Scrivener whatsoever. Like, um, I have a document where after my, well, not a document, but like a side piece in, <laughs> um, like the actual document that I'm using to write the story in. And then I just, after I figure out the outline, usually by hand, then I'll just like transcribe it into there. And I just use that as a reference to go back because I don't think that Scrivener has a fantastic outlining system. Um, I think it's really great for organization and I think it's great for customization, but I don't, I've never been able to utilize Scrivener for outlining personally. It's never worked for me, no matter how many times I've tried and I've tried for three different projects at this point. Um, and yeah, I just, I, it's one of those things that outlining in Scrivener seems to take more time for me than just sitting down and writing it all out like by hand. I do love Scrivener and I will swear by Scrivener and I have, spent a ridiculous amount of money on Scrivener and will continue to and I just want them to come out with their fucking Windows edition of the update okay. I'm, over it. I'm, I'm still really pissed about that and like I, I, I will scream about it another time <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about so I appreciate your rage Scrivener doesn't really like Windows Windows, um, they decided that they were going to come out with a Scrivener 3, which is like their biggest update they've had in years. Um, And they made the decision that rather than release both the Windows and the Mac versions at the same exact time, like any other program would do, they were going to do the Mac version, release it, and then say, oh, you know, we're still working on the Windows one, and we probably won't have that update out for, like, another year. Wow, year? Yeah, they said, like, a fucking year. And here's Although, what you know, really what? annoys me. I was hmm? going to say, to be honest, I haven't noticed any different. I updated it, and I, I don't – everything looks the exact same to me. If they change things, I cannot tell you what they changed. Okay, that makes me feel slightly better and less yeah. mad. But I use so the exact same way. Um, but my, and this is, this is where my issue comes in. And, um, my girlfriend thinks I'm crazy for this. I'm pretty sure, but we've discussed it before. Um, I would literally go out and buy a Mac, which I am also firmly against and have always been against Apple products. Um, but I would go out and buy a fucking Mac for this fucking program. (laughs) That's how in love with this program I am. Oh, you know what you can do? I am going to tell you, you can use Mac in cloud. Basically... I'm not sure how exactly it works, but you can put have like a Mac system like on your Windows PC. Oh, Whoa. and I know that because <laughs> I have writer friends who own these, but they want to use Scrivener and they want to use Vellum, and Vellum is a great program as well. But they don't want to buy a Mac, so they just use Mac in cloud, and somehow that lets them use Mac things on their PC. Wow. Huh. Uh, I have to do now. So thank you. Thank you for that tidbit. I will see what I can find out. But yeah, that's, that's my big complaint. I still fucking, I'm just mad at them. They also haven't, so they have an iOS um, app too, where you can connect Scrivener to your phone and like from your computer. So they all sync up and they still haven't come out with the Android version yet. And the fucking iOS version came out like a year and a half ago. Wow. I'm really by it and like I said I'm like I'm using my fingers to show you guys but I realized you can't see me (laughs) holding like an inch inch width in between my fingertips I'm that close to buying a Mac I almost did when I was in the market for my last laptop and then I fell in love with this amazing HP that I'm staring at right now that's like my soulmate um and like if not for this stupid computer I would have dropped a thousand plus dollars on a fucking MacBook I just use my tablet, man. I use my iPad Pro for fucking everything. Google Docs. So, like, tablets are not something that I've ever really utilized, even when I had one that I really liked. 
I love it. God damn, it's so easy to take everywhere. Yeah, oh, that's the shit. I love it. I am too obsessed with my like copy, paste, point and click, move the mouse around. I can't do touch. I I cannot. I can't. I can't do touch. You yep. can get a mouse for your tablet. Can you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the you Apple Pencil is the shit. Tablets and keyboard have keyboards and uh, mouse add-ons and whatever the fuck. Oh, shit, I just bought a brand new Mac because mine just died. Ah, oh, well. Ah. That's okay. Like, I do, yeah. You know what? It's beautiful. We're Mine's beautiful. really light. I can take it anywhere. I shove it there in my go. backpack. It's fine. Yeah, that's, like, my laptop's the same. It's super tiny. Well, it's it's a 13-inch, which is tiny for me. I used to be exclusively 17-inch laptops. Whoa. But it's a 13-inch, it's super light, and it's fantastic, and I love it, and I can take it anywhere, and it's great. So I'm just going to stick with this for now until fucking Scrivener keeps breaking my heart and then forces me to buy a MacBook. Yeah. In the but, meantime, you know, maybe I'll try out no this Mac. Yeah. Also, fucking no notebooks, guys. Just spend money on actual physical notebooks. Anyway, <laughs> if I were to take uh, account of how many notebooks I have, it would be probably close to a dozen. Yeah. Oh, I have four. That's all. That's yeah. <laughs> I mean, like blank, empty ones that I have yet oh, to use, not oh, counting okay. the ones that I have used and are now like full. That's around. Still impressive to me because I have so many. I randomly buy them whenever I see them, and I'm like, oh, these are pretty. I get them for every celebration, holiday, birthday, whatever. It's amazing. Uh, yes. God, and I use a, them all. Uh, I love, I love notebooks. Oh, the ghost loves notebooks too. Um, ghost, I have a question. Ghost, I need you to shush. Thanks, 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 honey. Okay, it's cool. Um, I would love if our listeners could, because we didn't end up getting any listener uh, comments for this topic, which surprises me because I really feel like this is something that listeners always have, or just writers have a lot to talk about when it comes to plotting and pantsing. So I would love for our uh, listeners to chime in on Twitter and tell us what they do and what their method is. Because I think I was really surprised to find out that all of us kind of do the same thing. And so if there are other variations on the theme, it would be cool to hear. Hey. Come on now, ghost. Let it go. Let it go. It's okay. It's okay. Just go towards the light. (laughs) (laughs) Was that all I needed to do? (laughs) Shit. That whole time. Oh, whoa. Now he's back with a vengeance. Light. To the light. (laughs) (laughs) The NSA. It's me. It's totally me. Uh, Wait, Brie, you didn't see my note in Hangouts, but you should try it. I did, I did see, I did see your note. That's yeah. Oh, okay. It didn't, it didn't pop up that you saw it, but I was gonna say yeah. I would definitely try adjusting your chords when we mention it because I think that was where my big problem came in last time. Well, not last time, but last time I was testing my own shit and I had feedback. I have to literally not touch my chords. I have them in a space where the only thing that's moving is like the slight chords next to my like that are attached blatantly to my headset everything else is completely flat i cannot move it unless i physically like take my hand and grab them if that makes sense yeah okay yeah yeah so that's what i so if that's what it is it does not sound like the same feedback as my mic though so i don't know if it is actually you but that and plus like i said i can always hear my feedback i always know when it's happening so i'm able to adjust it really quickly but yeah. I don't know. Anyways, I don't know. <laughs> sorry, you have to listen to our technical difficulties. Well, we don't even oh. know if it is us. We just it don't know. Totally us. It's me this time. Uh, so, does anyone have anything else to say about plotting, pantsing, plantsing? Um, um, I would say if you don't, if you're, it might be fun for everyone. And this also means me getting out of my comfort zone. But if you do one, maybe it might be fun to give the other way a try. Like, if you're ever in a rut, if you're ever like, oh, I think it might be fun, a fun exercise in creativity if you just kind of like, oh, I'm usually a plotter, but maybe uh, I'll try writing this next little bit in pants mode. Just to give it a shot. See how it goes. Let us know. Sometimes it helps you get out of a funk. Yeah, for sure. I have a specific, like, story that I only pants for, like, because I know it's something that I really, 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 really miss doing a lot because that's how I started writing. And I think that's where my best. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 
This is terrible. This is so bad. I really hope our audience can't hear that buzzing. I know. But on the other hand, if they can't, then we sound like crazy people. I know. (laughs) They just know that it's happening. I really hope that they can't hear it. Dear listeners, just know that we are doing everything we can to get this remedied, and we're so sorry. We hope it doesn't happen indefinitely. Yeah. We need a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode that um, you need to keep your headphones down. (laughs) Like, just volume slightly down on this one. Um, anyway, as I was saying, I think that it's fantastic just to have one project or a side project or like just random one shots and stuff like that that you do that have absolutely no plot and are just fucking fun. You're just sitting and writing them just to enjoy it. And so I was going to say, I have some chapters where the only plot is, and then they do cute things. And sometimes those are the best chapters. Those are the best chapters. Yeah. I don't know. They're just going to be cute together. Yeah, just do your shit. Like, I I think it's fantastic to always have something that you can go back to and be like, I just had fun doing this. That's it. And sometimes that's, like, gold. Sometimes the non-plotty is the best that comes out because, like I said, your subconscious brain knows what's going to be good. It just does it without input. Yeah. Yeah, I think Uh, that's all I have to say. All right. Yeah, me too. Oh, I heard that one. Um, Oh, we didn't hear anything. Well, oh, what the fuck? What the fuck? What a fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So that's a plotting and panting. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, if we said shit that you found offensive or incorrect, please let us know. Um, we love to be better people, gooder people. Um, but we're also <laughs> just people. So sometimes we fuck up um, and we want to be better so uh you can get a hold of us at on twitter at the whip pod the w-i-p pod or you can email us at talk to whip at gmail.com um and again you can contact us for anything we love to hear from you um we're excited to know that you're listening so let us know if you're listening um or don't whatever that's fine too we're just glad you're listening thanks for listening um, <laughs> rate review subscribe Oh, yeah, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, uh, Google Play, all the cool places. I think Overcast, is that a thing? Overcast, Pocket Cast. Yeah, you can find us around. Ghostcast. Ghostcast. Yeah, so thanks for tuning in with hanging in there with us with our technical difficulties. And we will see you, hear you, listen, talk at you next week. Yes, and it would be better, I swear. Uh, Yeah. Alrighty. Farewell. Bye. Bye.